Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. What is going on, ladies? I hope you're having the best day ever. Welcome back to another episode of the Evolve and Elevate podcast. So today we are talking about money mindset because I switch all the time between beginner stuff, intermediate stuff, money mindset stuff. It's literally whatever I want to do. And so that's what I love about my podcast. And today I want to talk about money mindset because I made a super fun post and everyone was messaging me about it. And I figured let's talk a little bit about entrepreneurship today. Okay. So this is fun. Now, what I'm going to do is really break down five things that I do now. And I understand now compared to when I was broke. Okay. Because the thing is, is that when you are in a space of scarcity mindset, which is like, Oh my God, like I'm always going to run out of money when you're always in a spot of like, ah, fight or flight, you're like nervous systems on high alert. And when everything just feels like it's happening to you and not for you, it is super fucking hard to listen to a bunch of rich people be like, you need to invest your money and you need to do all this shit and blah, 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 blah. And you're like looking at your bank account with like 20 bucks in it. You're like, um, yeah, like I will just get right on that. I will invest the $500 I need to then, you know, double my money and have that happen until I basically die or and or retire to then almost maybe potentially potentially, if everything works out, take it out and have money to retire with. It's like something just doesn't click. You know what I mean? You're like, this is never going to happen. Like I'm screwed. And so instead of focusing on how fucked I was, I focus on how can I actually get out of this shitty hole that I had dug myself in. Now to give you guys an idea, if you don't know, I was bankrupt when I was like 18. Um, so I ran a business. Uh, I learned really fast what the CRA was and what taxes were. And I hadn't put any money aside after running a business for like a summer or two. And I was like, oh shit, like what do I do? But I didn't have the money on hand because I decided to have a fun summer at the same time as running this business. And I went bankrupt. So I have a lot of failed experiences. I'm cool with it. Like honestly, I always knew I was going to run a business and I've been very okay with the fact that sometimes things work out. Sometimes they don't. Thankfully, happy where I am now, but it's all good. We all have learning lessons. So if you guys have failed in the past, again, just keep going. Sometimes it works out better the next time. And I'm super grateful for the skills that I learned, but I was bankrupt. So that means like when you go to get a car, it's really freaking hard. You have to get a co-signer, which means that that goes on someone else's credit. It's also very hard to get someone to put your their name on your car. When you go get an apartment or credit checks, like it's it's very hard. Like I, I just got a credit card that was like actually a legit credit card for a business where I was running off of like $500 credit cards, which is very, very difficult to do if you know anything about, you know, just trying to expand things. So it's very difficult. And so what you need to understand is that when this happens, like I get being at rock bottom and then I was like below that, like it's like the below, below rock bottom. Okay. And then now we're in a spot where I've paid off pretty much all of the debt that I have. Um, and I'm talking like, you know, 50, $60,000 worth of debt um, in terms of like CRA credit cards because I needed them to survive way back when in terms of student loans, in terms of all of that stuff. So if this um, helps me, I know it'll help you. And it's not bullshit advice. Like 
go put $500 in the S&P 500. Like, cool, go do that if you want. But I just found that that wasn't practical for me. So the first thing, and these are things that you can implement day to day. This isn't just like, you know, go buy a house and reinvest properties and all that. It's like day to day shit that's going to help you get more money in your account so that you can actually do the shit that you need to do. Okay. Because the first thing is, is that you need the money to be able to do the things with the money, right? So the first thing is, is that, um, so when I used to look at things, I used to look at things based on money value. Okay. So for example, if I went somewhere, I would go get something at the dollar store over, you know, getting something a little bit nicer at winners. Like I would be doing things that are super cheap. Now, the problem with that is, is that I would buy more things that were cheaper but the thing is, is that they always broke. So for example, I would go buy clothes or I'd go buy like, you know, the cheap deals, the $5 t-shirts, whatever, because I could get more of them. And I always wanted more and more and more stuff. And what happened was, is that like, y'all know what happens when you buy cheap clothes. They don't last very long. Um, or like, you don't really love them because they don't fit that good. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Or I would go buy like dog toys and they would be like super cheap and then they would get ripped apart. Like, I think there was, that's still a good idea because dogs rip them apart anyways. I've learned my lesson. But for a lot of things, I would just do like cheap, like takeout. This is a great example. So takeout, I would always do like, I would always go to McDonald's and I get a McDouble. And like, instead of going to like a nice restaurant and getting a meal. And this is why this matters. When you are buying cheap shit, you are also like, and you're eating cheap shit, you're also telling yourself that you're not worth like the good stuff. And because you're attracting what you are, anyone who's like woo woo is gonna get this. If not, you guys are gonna be like, you're freaking crazy, Sam. But if you are just doing like this, like you're you're just living in this abundance of cheap shit, you're gonna notice you just track more of it. You track more and more and more of it. If you don't think you're worth like, for example, like if you apply to jobs, I used to apply to any kind of job in the entire world. Like I would like, if I wasn't even qualified, I would apply for it. I was like that person because fuck it, why not? right? But if you're always applying, you're like, well, like, you know, I could get a job at Tim Hortons. It's like, yeah, or you could get an admin position. You're like, well, I don't have admin experience. Freaking learn, right? Like stuff like that. So the thing is, is that when you view yourself on the scale of like, I can't afford it. Like, you know, we have to live from a budget. We have to live cheap. Yes. I don't, I'm not saying put yourself out of your means, but like you could go to McDonald's five times and get a McDouble or say you could go to Freshie and get like an actual nice bowl one time a week and you would enjoy it more. You see what I'm saying? Like if you like McDonald's, that's great. If you feel great every time you eat it, awesome. You're probably lying to yourself because I like McDonald's and I feel like shit after I eat it. But like, you see what I'm saying? But it's like viewing yourself from a standpoint that you deserve nice things because for a long time, I didn't think I deserve nice things. And this matters because all your actions are going to come from this place. And so whenever I would go get cheap, uh, takeout, I started opting to get takeout less often, but I would get a higher quality item or something that I would thoroughly enjoy. Like I wouldn't just drive down the street and be like, oh, well, like I'm busy. So I'm going to go grab McDonald's. Like I would be like, wow, I'm actually, I really want McDonald's right now. I'm so excited to go eat it. And I would thoroughly enjoy the things that I bought rather than just eating it because I could eat it because it's just like, you got to like find some value in that. You know what I mean? So really asking yourself, like, am I just doing this to do this? or am I doing it because I genuinely want it? I want the experience. I want the taste of it, whatever. And then that way also you don't have that guilt after being like, oh, like that was so gross. Why did I do that? All this stuff because you've literally like thought about it and you're like, yeah, like I want that and I'm going to go get it. So that was the first thing. The second one is how much my health and my mental health affected how much money I spent. So this kind of goes into the first thing with takeout, but the better food that I eat, the more 
time that I spend working on my actual health goals, the less that I spend money on other random shit, the less time I spend at the mall, the less time I spend um, looking at you know, stuff online, the less time that I spend on all this kind of stuff, the more that I focus on getting my steps in getting my workouts in making sure that I'm eating higher quality foods, it really took out a lot of the worth that I found from spending money. And if you ladies are like cereal shoppers, and you're like, well, I just keep buying stuff and whatever, you might also just have this limiting belief that like you're not good enough. And you think that stuff is going to fill that void. And it doesn't, right? Like it doesn't. Because the thing is, is that after you click the button, you just want to click the button again. So if you keep doing that over and over and over again, you're going to learn this lesson until you don't learn it anymore. You're probably buying way more stuff than you think, whether it's coffees, takeout, whether it's shopping, you are spending more money than you want. You're like, well, what am I supposed to do? Just not have any fun. And it's kind of like fitness. You don't want to be restricted with fitness where you don't buy things. But it's like when you go to eat something or when you go to buy something, you're genuinely enjoying what what you're doing. Like when I go buy furniture now, for example, like I redid in our in our bedroom, we have like these side tables and we have these really nice lamps and I painted the walls like this looks so pretty, right? I was super excited. Everything in there, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love, right? Like so much, like I'm so excited that it's there. Every time I see it, I'm like, wow, I'm so glad that I have that. Whereas like there's stuff in my office, for example, that I got to get rid of, I'm trying to get rid of it. But like there's like cheap little lamps that I bought at Spencer's because they were $15. A perfect example of this, guys, I was too cheap to go buy a $30 toaster because at the time I couldn't actually afford a toaster. Fun fact, right? Um, and so I bought this like $30 toaster, which surprisingly has lasted forever, or like a $15 toaster. But the thing is, is like the thing basically catches on fire every time we plug it into the wall. I'm kind of scared of it. I'm like worried that it's going to blow up our house. I'm not actually like that scared of it. But like, you get what I mean, the bottom of it is like falling off, like, it's just not cute. And so like, when I go buy like a nice toaster, I'm going to genuinely appreciate it. And so like, understanding like this matters. And if anyone, okay, we had like seven or eight people on the live stream, and someone just like, and like three of them dropped off, y'all are missing out because this is stuff that'll change your life. Okay. But it makes a big difference. And again, with your mental health, the better you feel about yourself, the more confidence that you have, the more that you stop looking for validation outside of yourself, and you start looking from within, you're going to notice that you don't need to go buy all this extra shit, you don't need to go buy takeout, eating your feelings away, it saves you a lot of money, it saves you tons of money, hundreds of dollars, okay, thousands of dollars a year, sounds crazy, but it works, okay, number four um, is or sorry, number three, make more money and then then trying to save money. And the reason why I say this is because it is so much easier to make money than it is to like to save money. If you have $100 and $85 of it is your like living expenses, it is so hard to try and save the last $15. It is so hard. But if you have $100, and then you decide to make like, you know, these cups, and you put like little things on it, and someone pays you $100, you just now doubled your income, you just doubled your income. And now how much easier is it to, for you to be able to save like $50, for example, if you just doubled it, and you're used to living on only $100. It's a lot easier. And then maybe you save up all this money and you do a course that's going to make you more money. If you are under 30, I'm just going to say it, I find it like, 
I always, I get investing. I get it's amazing. I get it's going to pay off longer term. And if you're not someone that like wants to do it, have a business or you don't want to like go off and do your own thing or whatever, or like you don't even want to go on Amazon and resell shit or whatever. Okay, cool. Put it in the S and P I get it. And you're like, you know what? In 30 years, I'm good with it. And I will have money. Love that for you. That's the one way that you can do it. You can go get a financial investor, do the whole thing. But for like someone like myself, who's like, I just want to literally like slay life. I want to like grow. I want to improve myself. Like, you know, I know that if I invest a thousand bucks in myself, I'm going to get $3,000 back because I'm always, you know, hitting that next level. Like, let's go. And so understanding that like, depending on who you are, this is going to be different. But either way, if you make more money, it is way easier than like to save money than to try and save money if you're already at rock bottom. Because literally, like I was living off of $1,700 a month. Um, my expenses came out to like $1,600 a month. And I was literally eating, like it was $100 that I had for food like a month. Like I was broke. So I was using credit cards a lot of the time to do anything extra or like to like, yeah. And then again, I started training because I was like, you know what, maybe if I sell like, you know, whatever one training plan, I, at the time I was just putting out free videos on the internet. Cause I was like, you know what, I can help some people. And I just like posting this and it's fun and like, whatever. But honestly, like I was strapped and I was like, if I even sell like one plan at 50 bucks, I can like eat food. <laughs> right. I was like, that's awesome. And then people just kept asking for it. And I was like, oh shit. And like, here we are now. Right. So the thing is, is like, sometimes even though like something that you really like to do, that you're just doing for fun and you're doing for free can like really like help out your life, you know? And so like, that's why I always say like, it's not about the money. I started doing this before like the money was a thing. It's just a nice byproduct of what we do. And I'm so grateful that we get to like help people and have fun and make money and do all these things. But like, again, it was just like, you know what? I just threw it a Hail Mary. I was like, you know what? Maybe someone will pay me 50 bucks and I'll be able to like get a little bit more groceries this month because help me out, please. Right. And so like the first payment that I ever got for a meal plan, I was so excited, not a meal plan, a workout plan. I was like, so excited, like made them up this little like Canva template. And I just like sent it off and they paid me 50 bucks. I was like, this is the fucking coolest thing ever. Right. But the thing is, is like, if I hadn't have thought of that, I would have been living off that $1,700 and I would have been like screwed. Right. Like I was trying everything. So sometimes things like, or like maybe you take some overtime or maybe you have to get a second job. Like it's going to hit different for everybody. It's not going to be the entrepreneur route or even like the small business route or like the, um, you know, like the mogul route where you're like, blowing up things like it's like where you're like you know expanding and all that kind of stuff you don't have to do that but it's like how can I make a little bit of extra money right and then you kind of keep your means like I kept my means within the money that I had the 1700 and then everything extra went into courses went into like mentorship I like invested that back in myself because what I realized was if I could be more valuable as a person I could then make more money and have more impact, right? So like if I have a thousand dollars and I go learn how to like market myself properly on social media, then I can make more money and I can help more people, right? And and then that way I can use that extra money to then make extra money and it starts doubling and starts tripling and whatever, right? And like that's how you get started. But like when you only have a hundred dollars, you can't really do anything if like 85 of it is like all your expenses. It's like impossible. It's like 
very impossible. So whether it's like lashes, hair, maybe like you're really good with makeup, maybe you're really good with, maybe you're just like really good at public speaking. Maybe you have like a really crazy story that no one knows about that you could help other people with. Honestly, the the thing that I like to say is like, I guess it's a quote from someone else. I don't really want to like, you know, steal it. But um, the I think it's Tony Robbins. There's no one more qualified than you to help the previous version of you. Right. So like, if you look at like most of my clients, most of them are stuck like where I used to be, which I totally get. And that's why I'm like, I can help you hundred percent. And that's also why I know that no one can help you the same way that I can help you because I know exactly what you're going through. You see what I'm saying? It's pretty cool. So yeah. So something to think about that way. So that's number three, number four experiences, not things. When I started switching my money mindset to um, look for experiences rather than things, it held off short-term or impulse purchases. So for example, if I have three Airbnbs booked for the next year, I know that I have to have a thousand dollars by the time September comes, for example, right? And so when I go out and I'm sitting at winners and I'm like, oh, that top's so cute. Do I buy it or do I go to Kelowna in September? Going to Kelowna in September. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes like I give in, don't get me wrong. But like a lot of the time that's in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, I could go get takeout four times this week or I could like put that money towards going to Kelowna, right? And so like, it's a lot easier for me to just be like, oh, that's more fun. And so instead of forcing myself to do it, it's just like, it's nice because I have the deposit down. You know, you have the 200 bucks you put aside and then I'm like, okay, now everything is going towards that. It's a lot easier. Now, the thing is, is that I also, um, I'm very mindful too, like experiences, not things, but I'm also big into like things that are going to make other things easier. So for example, I count like, um, I don't really, like even when I was like super broke, I still made sure that I had like a fitness plan or I had something that I was following because if I start eating takeout, if I don't move, if I'm not taking care of myself, I'm not going to be able to then make more to get out of the spot that I'm in. You see what I'm saying? So I think a lot of the times we get really down on ourselves because we're like, oh my God, I'm so broke. Everything's so stressful. Like, ah, right. And so I was like, well, I can either feed that and I can either eat more takeout and more drunk food and things that make me feel like I'm stuck and like, you know, everything's fucked and I'm just like in a, in a mess or I can feed the other way, which is like, how do I become healthier? How can I help manage my stress? What's going to make me feel better, not worse? Sometimes it's trial and error, right? And I started feeding that. And even to like this day now, that's what I do. Like, that's what I do always. Um, it doesn't matter if I'm sick. It doesn't matter if I'm injured. It doesn't matter if I'm tired. It doesn't matter if I'm on vacation. I'm not just going to go on vacation and treat my body like shit because I have a week off. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would I go drink 17 drinks every day for fun and then come back and like get sick and not feel well rested and like feel like shit because I wanted to go get plastered because I wanted to like escape reality for a few days. It's like, why don't I just work on making reality better? And like, I've spent tons of vacations absolutely plastered. I've spent tons of weekends wasted. I've, there's been so many times where people literally would laugh because I would be like wasted and I'd have like a drink or two and I'd start like another drink when I had a drink. Super embarrassing to say this, but right. And then they'd be like, hey, Sam, which one's yours? And I'd be like, both of them. Like, I was like so excited about it. But the thing is, is like, yes, party girl's great, but like party girl doesn't fucking get anywhere. Party girl like ends up like an alcoholic in the end. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not cute. So it's also a freaking waste of money. But like, realistically, it's also just like, if I need to drink on the weekends, I just came to this like conclusion and same with all my vacation. Why am I like out with all my friends and I need to get wasted to have a good time? 
that's telling me something that's telling me that like my life right now is not one that is serving me that is not something that I'm doing well with that is something that like I'm trying to escape and my whole goal was like I don't ever want to feel like I have to escape my life that was my whole goal right I'm like I'm so sick of this because every day I woke up and I did not want to get up I was like fuck this like I'm literally not getting anywhere money wise I'm still broke a random payment came out and it wiped out my whole bank account now I don't have any money for groceries I'm freaking hungry I'm tired I'm sick of this shit my rent's due in five days you see what I'm saying it's a mess and so like when you're broke though it's hard because you get stuck in that cycle but it's like you need to break it and it's not as hard as you think, but you do need to get creative a little bit. Um, so experiences, not things is something that can help with that. Um, the last thing I'll say is reduce living expenses. So I don't mean like, you know, like take it, whatever, like you're going to have fun still. I think it's super naive to be like, I'm never going to spend money on like anything fun. Okay, sure. Like, yeah, until you go and spend like $300 on something fun, or you go to the bar and you end up buying everyone a drink and spend 200 or $300 been there, done that. Right. Um, so, or you're a people pleaser and someone's like, Hey, like, can you pick this up? And you go, yep. And it's like a hundred bucks. And then you don't get that money back because they forgot to pay you. And now you're at a hundred and you're like, shit, like that payment's coming out. I'm screwed. Again, been there, done that. People pleasing will make you broke. It sucks. Um, but the biggest thing is like for um, in terms of like the last one here, which is reduce living expenses. What I mean by that is like, Go to no frills instead of going to superstore. Um, go to um, you know the Flash app and like buy food that's like you know if it's like three whatever three days until it's expired like cool whatever I don't go buy expired foods I think that's disgusting but um, stuff like that or like maybe you only buy your meat from superstore you buy your stuff at no frills and food basics cool right like why are you paying four dollars for the same can that's a dollar at no frills it doesn't make sense why do you need cable buy internet buy internet that's still fast but it's not like you know the best here I think my internet cost me thirty bucks a month when. I first started like there was like nothing now I decided to get fancy and I bought cable and that was stupid so now I'm like locked into that for like a year so don't do that because it's really dumb there's nothing on there I was like cool I can just put it on like the old days and it'll just play and it's nice there's nothing playing it's all the same shit from when we used to have cable if anyone doesn't have cable it's the same shit don't do it it's such a waste but yeah so like for example like uh you know internet is great you can stream all your stuff why do you have seven different streaming services have like one or two that you thoroughly enjoy and call her a day try and stream the other stuff online or just like suck it up that you don't have the channel it's all good the other thing is is like with your other expenses like is there a car that dry um uses less gas than the one that you currently use right like is your car a gas guzzler can you trade it in for one that's not my edge was freaking crazy it was freaking crazy. Like my edge, I love that car. To the day I died, that is like one of the best cars I ever had. Okay, but it was a freaking beast. I just bought it because it was like my first car. It's in my name. I'm so excited. And then I was putting like 120 bucks a week into that car in gas. And I was like, fuck, this is a lot. Um, so then I, I downgraded to like a Volkswagen like Taos or whatever. And it's like a brand new car, like brand new, which I was like, okay, cool. Because I didn't think that was ever going to be a thing. Because for the longest time, all I heard forever was like, yeah, when you're young, like there's no way you're going to get a brand new car. And I was like, okay, well I ended up getting one. So that's fun. Um, but it was like not that expensive. And the gas is fantastic. Like I think I fill it up $30 like once a month, like it's literally nothing. Right. And so I just saved $400 in gas a week by switching cars. Is it the nicest thing in the entire world? No. Do I freaking love it? Nah, it's okay. Like it's, it's okay. It's a car, but it's not going to break down on me. Right. The payments are pretty manageable. 
and I don't have to spend a shit ton of money and gas. My insurance also went down. So I saved money on insurance. I saved money on car payments and I saved money on repairs as well as gas. So that right there is probably over a thousand dollars that I shared saved a month that I now get to use towards other things in my life. You see what I'm saying? And if you have like a beater, I great, like that's great, but it's also like, if you don't have car payments on it, you're saving a lot of money also, which is great, but you might have tons of repairs to do. So it just depends on like what your, what your give and take is, right? Like a medium car would probably be great. Um, I probably don't need to have car payments if I really wanted to lower things, but like, again, whatever, it's all good. I'd rather have car payments in my personal opinion, because I've spent thousands of dollars on freaking random ass repairs. And so now I just buy the reliable vehicle and I call her a day because I hate when something breaks down and I don't know how to fix it. And then someone screws me for price at the shop and I spend like $3,000 and some random shit and then I get stressed. So I'm just like, fuck it. Like it's within warranty. So I just take it back to the dealership. They do all the shit. And then I leave for the day. Like that is like, whew, after like five or six years of just random car shit, that's the life I'm living and I'm good with it. Right. But again, trial and error learned a lot of shit with that. So understanding like what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do, what you want to buy, what you don't want to buy. Another example is like, I know a lot of people say buying is the best thing ever. I love that for you. I personally with the market right now would rather rent because our rent is the same every single month. I don't have to fix anything. Yes, I don't own anything, but I also um, don't want to pay for a roof right now. We're trying to build a business. So alignment wise, it doesn't work for me because like if I have to spend $20,000 on a roof or whatever, a foundation, whatever the case might be, like I would rather invest that back into the business. Like also who's coming up with $20,000 for a foundation right now? Like, you know what I mean? So like, I'm just not down for that. I would rather just rent. I pay my thing. It is what it is. I'm not attached to houses. Do I want to buy a house eventually? Yes. But do I think the era of starter houses is gone? Yes. I don't think you get a starter house anymore unless you want a shithole, right? Like realistically, if you didn't buy your house, you're just buying your forever house or you're just buying like, you know, six, $700,000 house that you pay down forever. And you're just house broke for a house you don't even like. So I would just rather save up the best that I can buy a house that I actually love. And I want to be in for a long time and call her a day instead of trying to flip houses and switch into this and do all this. Like it's just a headache. So that's kind of where we're at in terms of that. But I definitely, 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 definitely would say out of everything, like reduce your living expenses as best as you can, because everything else can be more controllable, but those are your constants. So if you're paying, like, again, we're going to use a hundred dollars example, you're paying $85 every month instead of a hundred, like whatever. It's like, how do I get that down to like 65? Because then you have like a little bit more wiggle room. But again, I'm just going to say it making more money is always, always easier than saving money if you're already strapped. It's always easier. Like even if you sell a bunch of stuff you never use um, and you make $100 on Facebook Marketplace, that is still $100 that you didn't have. You know what I mean? Like it's just so much easier. Um, and it's not necessarily like you have to get super crazy, but I'm a big believer. It is always easier to make more money than it is to sell it. And if you don't have any skills that transfer for you to be able to make more money, then it's like maybe you do need to like look into different courses or look online. There's tons of free stuff online for you to be able to then make more money. Like go online and be like, you know, $20 course on how to be an admin online or how to be a virtual assistant or, or like go onto Upwork and decide that you're going to do whatever. You're like a Canva specialist. You make templates, whatever. Like it's super easy. And then people will pay you some money and then you get a little bit more money and then it just kind of snowballs from there. Right. So, um, that's the biggest thing I can say.
be a valuable human being, like have some more skills that will, can make you money outside of what you do, or how do you do overtime, or maybe you get another job or whatever the case might be, and then uh, kind of go from there. So that's kind of like my take on it. Again, personal experience, I guess what works for me, but I just think that Again, like if you're over 30, maybe like, you know, the S&P and stuff and whatever will be a good investment for you. But it's also like, is it going like, are you going to be able to compound it in time? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just kind of gets messy. Whereas like, if you just develop more skills and you make more money, then you have the money to then invest back into those kind of things, which is then going to make you more money. So yeah, all I know for certain, and this is all I'm going to say, because again, not a money expert, not a doctor, <laughs> um, is that not, not an accountant is that also when you're looking at like different, different ways to go, just make sure that it's in, in alignment with you um, and make sure that it works for your timeline. Cool. So I hope you guys have the best day ever. I hope this helped. Um, this is just, again, what worked best for me. And I hope you have the best freaking day ever. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.